I'm Kelsey. I'm Cassie. And I'm Nolan from SCP Weekly. We bring you news from on-site and off-site. And we share your love for the creative community that surrounds the SCP Wiki. Join us on Tuesdays for new episodes, wherever you listen to podcasts, or on YouTube at SCP Weekly. The file you are about to hear has been thoroughly scrutinized by the Ethics Committee and approved by the O5 Council for release to trusted associates of the Foundation. This is SCP Unredacted. Notice from the Foundation Records and Information Security Administration. The following documentation is no longer valid following several recently applied changes. Personnel with access to this archived file have been asked to contact their supervisors immediately for updated documentation. SCP-7160's anomalous properties are still under investigation. Item number 7160. Level 4. Secret. Containment class. Pending. Special containment procedures. SCP-7160 is, by all available metrics, terminated. Records containing evidence of the anomaly, including, but not limited to, letters of employment, archived tax forms, and government-issued identification are to be redacted from all public databases. Minor amnestization of the individual's immediate family and close contacts has been authorized to ensure further secrecy of the Foundation and its directives. The individual's previous phone has been confiscated from law enforcement and remains under the custody of Site-119's forensics team. It is currently monitored by one designated data custodian who is responsible for logging all individuals who interact with the device. In the event of unauthorized access, subsequent lockdown must be initiated to apprehend the offending persons. As the individual's anomalous properties are still poorly understood, Foundation agents have been authorized to apprehend and detain any personnel caught excessively scratching, biting, or otherwise itching themselves while working. Description SCP-7160 is John McCackler, a Level 3 researcher previously under the employment of Site-119. On 9 July 2022, the individual was submitted to the Genevaria Health Institute after sustaining life-threatening and self-inflicted injuries across his body. Specifically, the individual experienced the following. Deep lacerations across both arms. Open wounds along the lower torso and waist. A dislocated left ankle and complete avulsion of the right foot. Bleeding gums and extreme jaw damage indicative of excessive teeth grinding. First degree burns along the outer jaw and neck. Severe poisoning caused by cross-contamination of multiple chemicals and cleaning products. An empty left eye socket with a torn optic nerve hanging limply inside. 
avulsion of the nails on both hands and remaining toenails. Emergency operations were enacted to save the individual's life. However, after 16 hours, he was declared deceased. While the cause of death is undeterminable as of writing, anomalous influences have since been presumed following the recovery of the individual's personal phone. Addendum 1. Forensics Report Phone Notes I still don't fucking feel better, Shelly. You remember how you told me about all those breathing exercises or whatever? Or that little toe-clenching trick you had me do whenever I felt the urge to scratch? Yeah, those tidbits of yours? They did absolutely nothing. I just had to rush myself to the ER for a second time this week. They took one look at me and rushed me inside for treatment. The doctors were picking scabs and dead skin off for hours before lathering me with enough lidocaine to paralyze a horse. Said that if I scratched anymore, I'd be shredding into the literal bone. Look, I understand you're trying to just do your job, and I know you're not my doctor, but can you please do something about this, Shelly? I'll make sure to schedule another appointment. Hey, Shelly. I woke up this morning to a three-inch millipede crawling inside my mouth. I could feel its shell swishing around in my spit and the dry taste of wriggling little legs crawling along my tongue. I actually felt like I was going to retch when it started rubbing against my gums. I had to rush to the bathroom and puke everything out. I also managed to grab some pesticide in case I needed to hose something down the sink, but of course nothing came out, just bile and mucus, like always. I'm sure I have the vomit caked outside my mouth still, but frankly I don't care enough to clean it. It's not worth standing in front of a mirror trying to scrape it all off. After all, the last thing I want to find is a tapeworm, inching its slimy body inside my eye somewhere while I wipe my face. Shelly, I really can't take this anymore. I'm constantly suffering. My coworkers keep telling me to stop biting my nails at work, and they won't stop teasing me and saying that it's not hygienic or whatever. They just don't understand that I'm doing it for a reason. But it's whatever. At least the nurses stopped giving me weird glances after I started coming in for burns instead of claw marks. Speaking of coworkers, I've had to add another few days off from last week's schedule. Everything was fine until I saw the fire ants crawling under my skin. It got so bad that one of the guards had to restrain me with handcuffs again. Still, I managed to get the rest of them off me with a bit of biting and some uncomfortable wriggling. I think their guts are still stuck between my teeth somewhere. This is, yet again, another reminder to give this to you when I see you again. I know you'll take care of me. Like the angel you are. Here's the thing about all the other therapists I've met. They don't know shit. I mean, they literally tried telling me that writing about this all would actually help. About how addressing your problems can help you fight them or whatever. The real generic shit, right? And you know what? I was ready to believe that garbage too. I mean... I know they just wanted to help and and I just wanted nothing more than to stop the itching and to 
finally wake up without blood seeping down my arms. But those motherfuckers lied to me. Of course it's not that simple. I still wake up to the same feelings and urges that I've always had. I swear it's inescapable now. I can't even so much as think without feeling a random urge to swat away spiders crawling up my legs or a fly going inside my nose. That's not even including all the times I've looked through my clothes and saw the countless fleas and ticks nesting in the fibers. This can't continue. I have to do something about it. They're inside of me again. Why do they never stop? It's biting me. 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 I can't keep riding these anymore. I'm way too stressed. And tired. My body still won't stop aching anymore and the stairs just keep getting worse. I have to talk to Shelly again. She knows me so much better than everyone else now. Scheduled appointments. 2. Coolguy69420 at gmail.com From Heartland Counseling and Resilience Center Automated Subject Appointment Confirmation Hello, Mr. McCackler. Congratulations. You have been booked for another session with one of our specialized counselors. We know you two will go far together. Please verify the following information for us. If you notice an error, please reach out by either giving us a call or responding to this email. Date, June 12, 2022. Time, 6 p.m. Counselor, Shelley Lee. Reason for visit, there are tiny little insects crawling down my esophagus and burying tunnels inside my organs. The claw marks are getting worse and I swear nobody else seems to understand. They don't stop existing just because you say they're fake. We hope to see you there. Displaying previous history. Heartland Counseling. Appointment update. Are you free this week? Heartland Counseling. Appointment update. It's more than a checkup. Heartland Counseling. Appointment update. You told me wrong. Heartland Counseling. Appointment update. Can we do this today? Heartland Counseling. Appointment update. Please call me ASAP. Heartland Counseling. Appointment update. I'm hurting myself again. Heartland Counseling. Appointment update. Nobody understands. Heartland Counseling. Appointment update. I swear there are bugs in me. Heartland Counseling. Appointment update. They're in my ears. Heartland Counseling. Appointment update. I feel them again. Heartland Counseling. Appointment update. I need Shelly. Sent. Voicemails. 2. Heartland Counseling and Resilience Center. Um. Hello? My name is, uh, John. And I was hoping I could maybe get a hold of someone about my upcoming appointment. You guys listed down someone named Raheem as my counselor, but I was hoping to change that to Shelly. Sorry about all this. I fat-fingered when I was making the selection on the screen. Big hands, you know. 
Anyway, thanks. Oh, and if you need to reach me, you can just call this number again. Or email me, I guess. Alright, bye. Hi, it's John again. You know, the guy that uh, keeps scheduling all the appointments? I was just wondering when a good time would be to fix my little error from before. I know you... I'm sorry. You all keep trying to call, but it's just difficult to respond sometimes. Anyway, I don't know Raheem, and I don't think it would be a good idea if I saw him. Please call me back. Hi, John McAckler here. I saw that someone made that change like I asked. That's, uh, that's great. I appreciate it. I, please excuse me. All right, back. Sorry, I had to make a quick trip to the bathroom. You know, not to pee or anything, just to make sure I wasn't scratching too much. It's the, uh, the reason I've been trying to get in with you guys again. This is awkward. Sorry. I just wanted to see if Shelly was around. She was going to help me. Thanks. Hi again, this is John. Are you fucking kidding me here? Look, I've been calling you guys like five or six times now, and none of you ever reach out. What's the deal? You guys can't just keep calling me at like 2 p.m. anymore. I understand you all probably work 9 to 5, but I'm busy dealing with problems I can't even fix on my own. It wouldn't even be that bad if you just picked up your phones. But no, I have to keep fucking suffering until somebody calls me back. Look, I just need to talk to Shelly, okay? I am absolutely sick of asking. All I need is just someone who understands. Someone who gets me. I'm not trying to be creepy, okay? I just need help from someone. Hi, this is John. I'll be in at 4 tomorrow. I expect a supervisor when I arrive. Recorded memos. Begin log. Sorry, give me a second. You're fine. Take your time. Is it okay if we, uh, recorded this? For my sake, I mean. Of course. Whatever helps you, John. It really would. <laughs> okay. I think I have everything. You sure? think so now, yeah. Okay, great. Uh-um. Heard you had some trouble reaching us. I'm really sorry about that. It's okay now. I mean, I'm pretty mad still, but it's fine so long as I can actually, you know, speak with someone. Well, I appreciate your patience then. I was looking at your record again, and I saw that you scheduled this because you were feeling your symptoms again. Is this correct? Yes. Yes, you're right. Looks like you were given some medication by your doctor. Have you been taking it? Yes, Shelly, I have, and I'm telling you it's not working. That's unfortunate. Would you mind telling me how it's not working for you? How? What do you mean, how? I'm just asking a question, John. How do you not see them? They're everywhere now. 
Can you point me to where exactly? Maybe if you can show me. I am showing you. Right now. I... Look, I'm even scratching them off. John, please take a breath for me. Just look, Shelly. I'm telling you, they're right there. John, I don't see anything. But I do! I understand that. And I'd like to help, but I need you to try and calm down if you want to continue. I... I... I'm sorry. That's quite alright. That's why I'm here. Let's take a quick break, okay? Thank you, Shelly. I really needed that. Not a problem. Like I said, it's why I'm here. So you can't see them either, right? No, John, I can't. And I won't be able to. Because they don't exist, right? Let me ask you a question. How do they exist to you? What do you see when they appear? I see them as many things, you know? Such as? A lot of times I see ants. Big ones. Big, meaty jaws. Sometimes I see spiders and worms. Really, the worms only appear in the light right underneath my eyes. I see. Does it hurt? Sometimes it does. I guess... I guess it just sort of depends. It depends? Would you be able to elaborate on that? I... I don't really know how to explain it. I guess it just depends on my mood, or what I'm seeing, you know? Spiders hurt the most. Especially when they, like, bite down. And is this separate from your injuries? Are you feeling this pain even in spots where you're not hurt? I don't know. I see. Do you see them? Them? The insects? Like right now? Yes. I... Well, not really. It's hard for me to find them when I'm actively looking sometimes. Oh, I see then. Sorry. Not to worry. Let's go ahead and pause again for a minute and see how you're feeling when we come back. I can tell you're bothered. Would you be able to explain why? Explain? Only if you're able to. I mean... How about you live a life where everyone tells you your mind is wrong? I mean, seriously, everywhere I go, everything I do, it's always the same. I know my reality is real, and I know that what I see aren't just these illusions that everyone makes them out to be. I've never not been able to trust my eyes, you know? I understand. And then one day you wake up and people tell you to ignore all of that and to pretend like nothing is happening. It's frustrating. And it's exhausting, right? Yes. You're exactly right. I'm 
tired, Shelly. I'm tired of having to attend these appointments, of making notes in my phone to keep my thoughts away from slugs and centipedes crawling up my nose. I just... You just... It's there. Oh? Right between my fingers. Do you see it? Describe to me exactly what you're seeing. It's big. About the size of my palm. And it's brown. Clinging to the side of my finger. Mm-hmm. There's two massive pinchers in the front. Four legs around its abdomen. It's crawling. A beetle? No. No, it's way too big. I think it might be a... It's okay, John. What were you about to say? I think... It looks like a water bug. Shelly. Shelly, please help me. I'm begging you, please. Don't worry, John. It'll be all right. Give me a moment, okay? All right, go ahead and point me to it. Is it right here? No, it's it's a little more up. I mean, uh, down. Stop right there. I see. Is the mirror catching it? The, the mirror? I mean, yeah. This is what I'm seeing right now, John. And I promise you there's no bug there. Do you see a water bug in the mirror? It was just... A... No. No, I don't see it anymore. I can't believe it. You just... How did you... How did you do that? End. Log. Text messages. Hey, Shelly. This is John. This is the right number, right? Hi, John. This is the correct number. Sorry for not giving you the correct one earlier. It's okay. Thank you for your help today. Whatever magic you did, it really worked. That's fantastic. Have you taken your medication? Yeah. Yeah, I did what you asked. Great. Please let me know if you need anything else. I actually do need something. How can I help? That thing you did. How did you know? Know what? That it would, uh, disappear, I guess. Are you asking about the mirror? Yeah. Well, John, in truth, I didn't. I had no idea what would happen. You didn't? Not at all. But I'm glad it helped you nonetheless. Is there a more permanent solution? For the insects, I mean. It would make it easier to sleep. The medication will help you with that. So long as you're taking it. I really did take it. It's just... I don't know. Please let me know if there's anything else I can do for you, John. Okay. Okay. 
Hey, Shelly. Hello, John. Sorry, I know you're not working right now. There's just something on my mind. That's quite all right. How can I help? Back in our session, you asked me something. I never got to finish my answer. Oh. About how exhausted you were, right? Yeah. Go ahead and tell me what's on your mind. Just know that after this, we'll need to schedule another appointment if you need to discuss this further. Yeah, I know. Sorry, but your company kind of sucks when it comes to scheduling stuff. John, please. What was your answer for before? Alright. Sorry. Anyway, I just kind of wanted to say that, like, I don't know, it sucks being the only one who feels this way, you know? I can understand that feeling. There's a lot of people like you, and a lot of other people who feel that way, too. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I don't know. Having someone who can bridge that gap and help me is... It's all I want. Let's try to keep the rest of our conversations in the office. Okay, sorry. Hey again. Hello, John. Look, I know you said that we should keep this in the office. And that's fine and all, but... I just felt bad. I wanted to say sorry. Thank you for your apology. It's fine. Okay, good. Are we still good for this Saturday? We got a lot on my mind again. I will need to check my schedule. That's okay. But seriously, thank you. You have helped me tremendously. Not a problem. Do you have a place for reviews? Can I give you a review? You can review my company. If you want to leave something about me, that's fine. I can't stop you from doing that. Okay, cool. No biggie, just wanted to show my gratitude and appreciation. Give you a five star for, you know, being five stars. Sorry, that was stupid. Please respond. John, I'm going to have to ask you to kindly stop texting me. Okay. Shelly? Shelly, please respond. They're back. The bugs. They're here. Have you taken your meds today? Shelly, I'm telling you, they don't work. Oh my god, there's so many. Please. Shelly, I need your help. Please. Our appointment is not until tomorrow. Can you wait until then? No. Shelly, you don't get it. It's bad. I swear, I just blinked and I saw a bunch of termites disappear from my glass. I'm scratching myself to the bone now. I need your help right now. I'm going to die. John, if you need emergency help, please contact the police. I can even do it for you if you want. Why? So they can not believe me? Shelly... Please bring your mirror and come to my house right now. I promise it'll be worth it. John, please stop texting me. I'm serious. Shelly, I'm begging you, please. I can feel them digging into my cheeks. They're tearing apart my toes. Please bring your mirror, please. I'm contacting the police right now. They can help you. 
Shelly, why do you keep refusing? I thought you were supposed to help. Don't you understand I'm in pain right now? Help me. Help me. I'm blocking this number. Please do not come near me. You fucking cunt. Is this how it is? I knew you were a lying scumbag. I swear you will regret this. Video recordings. Begin. Log. The recording begins with a camera on top of a dining room table. Two chairs still pushed in. Somewhat obstruct John McCackler as he paces frantically from one side to another. He stands in front of a sofa and a TV, currently playing the Channel 16 news. No audio can be heard. John whispers frantically as he continues pacing for several seconds. He stops mid-step. Another mutter, followed by the word Shelly, before he grabs the temples of his forehead. John mutely yells in apparent pain as he begins to profusely scratch his arms. Ragged marks appear along the surface of his flesh. He remains frozen in place as the bare and scarred skin becomes red from the friction. Blood, likewise, begins dripping down from his elbows and onto the floor. He wipes sweat off his brow before stripping his clothes. First, the shirt, then the pants, and finally, the undergarments. After another brief moment of struggle, he stands nude in front of the camera. Along his upper torso, several jagged cuts and bruises are visible. Severely bleeding human bite marks along the left and right thighs are also visible from this angle. John retreats behind the camera and remains there for 34 seconds. He soon returns with a chef's knife, a metal fork and spoon, cleaning disinfectant, a large pot of boiling water, and a pair of slip joint pliers. He haphazardly throws them across the floor and looks back at the camera with a wild grin. John mouths another comment before retrieving the chef's knife from his side. He holds the sharpened blade toward his left wrist. He smiles before sliding the knife across, cutting a deep laceration into the skin and tendons. He tips his wrist towards the floor as blood begins to drip and flow into a pool beneath. John chuckles. The bleeding continues as he makes another cut on his opposite arm. The blood pools further as John grabs the fork and spoon on his opposite side. He breathes deeply before plugging the spoon into his left eye. He rocks his head backwards as the spoon pierces into the damaged socket. He twists and yanks the spoon out, causing both viscera and what remains of his eye to fling onto the table. He then turns toward the fork, poking the edge of it underneath his index fingernail and quickly pulls backward. The fingernail snaps off effortlessly, revealing bare and bleeding flesh underneath. Despite the apparent pain, John grabs the pliers and holds them firm toward his toe. He continues clamping down 
before inexplicably twisting the pliers, causing the big toe to contort and dislocate at a 60-degree angle. He reels backward once more, pausing briefly as he drops the pliers onto the floor. He begins to speak, but the camera cannot discern anything beyond him mouthing, drown. He grabs the boiling pot of water sitting nearby and pours it along his face and upper torso. Hot steam races around his body. His arms writhe in pain, but he does not attempt to brush the water off. John can now barely be seen in the video. John remains motionless in front of the dining room table. Suddenly, John begins smiling again. His teeth, which can now be seen on camera, are stained red from blood. He utters another phrase, but only the word Shelley can be discerned. John frowns just as the video camera falls down. Recording ceases abruptly. End log. Addendum 2. Update. On 1 August 2022, Foundation scientists were able to perform a complete autopsy of the individual. One week later, on 6 August 2022, a subsequent report of the corpse was logged and stored within Site 119. While this report does confirm several key facts about the individual's death, several other discoveries were also uncovered. Dr. Collins, excerpt from SCP-7160, report. The body itself, among its other injuries, also possessed its own unique peculiarities. For example, when we extracted different tissue samples for identification, Dr. Radhurst and I discovered the presence of several small indistinct markings along the inside of the skin and various internal scrapes along the cranium. Speaking of the skull, deeper scans of the body's skeletal remains found large vacant tunnels terminating at nearly all points throughout the hands, feet, and open orifices. It appears the added marrow and calcified shell of the victim's hollowed bones seems to have created the perfect ecosystem for whatever may have been living within. Additionally, after penetrating the hypodermis, we saw that the regular fluid filling the interstitium was completely drained. While ordinarily this may be the result of rare genetic circumstances or severe external damage, this particular case is not believed to have resulted in any structural abnormalities to the body. Rather, analysis of tissues in the surrounding area has since been found to contain a nearly invisible chitinous dust in its place. Following the individual's autopsy, another investigation into its smartphone was initiated. Upon further analysis, Foundation researchers confirmed that the last application active on the device was Google Maps which was currently en route to Shelley Lee's personal residence. Furthermore, a new message notification appeared upon device startup, the contents of which follow. John? Hi, this is Shelley. You know, with Heartland Counseling? 
Would you be able to call me ASAP? I don't know who else to go to. I can't stop itching anymore. Thank you for listening. If you like what you hear, join my Discord community, hire me on Fiverr, or help support me by becoming a patron for as little as $3 a month. Regardless of tier, all patrons get early access to every single episode. The links are in the description. I don't have the talent it takes to write a skip. All I do is read. Original authors make this podcast possible. So, credit to the original author. Their link's in the description. Show them some love as well. Consider becoming a member of the SCP Wiki. Upvote their work and maybe write a skip of your own. Maybe I'll read it here someday. You never know if you never try. The content of this podcast and content relating to the SCP Foundation, including the SCP Foundation logo, is licensed under Creative Commons ShareLite 3.0, and all concepts originate from scpwiki.com and its authors. This recording, being derived from this content, is hereby also released under Creative Commons ShareLite 3.0. I'm Grigori Carpin from Simply Creative People, the podcast where we discuss GOIs, canons, and stories from the SCP Wiki, and we try to recommend things for all fans of the Wiki, new and old. Look for us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts. Visit the show page at anchor.fm slash simply-creative-people, or follow us on Twitter at S-I-M-C-R-E-A-T. Hey there, this is DJ Skip, host of Foundation After Midnight Radio, coming to you from the only third shift broadcast for personnel, by personnel. Be sure to tune in wherever you listen to podcasts to not miss out on containment news and community announcements from within the Foundation.